before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. I'm Chase from Collection Therapy. All right, guys, we are back. 2019, first episode. Um, so you're going to notice that we have a new host with us this time. Uh, Kevin has taken a little bit of a hiatus. And so while he's off, um, we've got Chase with, from Collection Therapy on with us, and he's going to be uh, my co-host for a while. So That's welcome, me. Brother. Yeah, hey, man. everybody. Hi. Hi. I'm uh, calling in from Austin here just yes. to get everybody familiar with where I am geographically. Geographically. Yeah, so now it's Atlanta and Austin. So that's awesome. So a little bit a little bit cooler. Yeah. Austin. Austin's cool. I've never been. It's I. Right. Have you been to Atlanta? No. Never no, been to ETL. That's what everyone's like. Everyone's like Everybody's... either I've been to the either driven through Atlanta or they've been to the airport in Atlanta, but like no one stays in Atlanta. Yeah, no. It's it's all right. But so let's just, you know, introduce yourself to everyone out there that's listening and just kind of give them a little bit of, you know, spiel on who you are, your tape collecting. All right. Yeah. I'm a a tape guy out here in Texas. I started collecting tapes like four years ago. Um, Instagram is my big forte, as a lot of you, I'm sure, are familiar. Um, Collection therapy on there. What I do is basically... uh, I, I'm working on my own video store as well. One day I would like to open a video store. That's awesome. So we're getting there. But yeah, um, I'm a daily thrifter. I do commission art. I do odd jobs. And uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Nice. And you and I kind of connected via Instagram. I'm not yeah. sure how we... I think I basically the first time you and I really started talking is when I started collecting all the land before times. Right, right. Which what are the odds? Right. That today the today, the day that we do our first podcast together, you find me the last one that I need. I found it. And I know none of you guys can see us right now, but I'm holding it up. I found the clamshell copy of Land Before Time Part One. So your collection's not complete, but at least it starts. So you know, it starts at a good point. I have one through nine. That's it. No. No, that's right. You discovered there's other ones. Yeah. You, yeah. I found, uh, what was it? I found 10 or 11. I think I found 10 and I found out that there's 12 actually on VHS. That's so dumb. I thought it was done. God I know. And 11 it. and 12 are pretty expensive because they were, they were one of those like, like kind of clubs. Like you had to subscribe to get them. So only weird rich kids would still have that stuff by 2003, 4. Son of a bitch. This is take So you have you've only found 10, right? You haven't found 11 or 12? Right. See, I didn't even know. I thought I was I good. Know. Like so, All right. Well, I when I found it. I thought I was good too cuz I do I do minimal but I do some research on Google to find how many tapes were released in a series mm-hmm. cuz I know a lot of that's up in the air, but there are some good websites out there. That tell you exactly how many tapes came out in the U.S. Gives you the box art for all of them. And that's how I've been able to actually complete sets, too. Or at least yeah. know what I'm looking for. 
with things like Power Rangers or Rugrats, it's easy to just be like, I don't know. There's like 30 of them. So that just segues into the fact that you and I, so go back to the story of how you and I, so we talked about that forever. And I was just like, look, I got, you know, I would send you a picture of like seven or whatever I found. And then we just kind of started talking. And then I don't know, like you sent me one of your wall slabs for pizza planet. Yeah. And yeah, I hung it up. I, I needed a card from you. So I got, right. I got the card and the stickers and then I sent you the, the custom wall slab, which, which for anybody beautiful. listening, wall slab is like a, if you imagine a VHS tape that you can hang on the wall. So it's a different color, has a picture on the front, stuff like right. that. And I, I make those, you know, just for fun. It's a piece of art. So it's definitely, yeah. it's, it's in the shop. It's hanging proudly right there behind the rental counter. So once you did that, we started talking about how you had always been looking for money pit and you'd never found it. Yep. And you have way more tapes than I do. And you've been doing this a lot longer because I've only been hunting for a little over a year now. Yeah, I've been hunting for like four years for three and a half years for tapes specifically, and that's throughout three states, um, dozens of thrift stores. And you've never found Money Pit, and nope. I found it. I talked to you about it on the one of the episodes. I'll link it below in the show notes. But then I was hunting the last big hunt I went on before I kind of took a hiatus from hunting, and I found it. So that that just like connected us even more. So. I think it's exactly. awesome that we got you on the show and that you're going to be, a, you know, hosting with us. And um, so, yeah, so, you know, talking about having to know like all the ones in a series. So you and I talk, you and I are both completionists, like whether we want to watch all the movies in, right. like I have no desire to watch all 12 Land Before Times, <laughs> but if I have one or three, I can't just have those. I have to have the whole the whole run or i just feel it feels odd i feel i'm like i'm not doing my job right like i have exactly. to have the whole collection so when for like that week out all i was looking for i would just like go out and look for land before times but you find yourself learned, looking in sections you never thought you'd look at because yeah, you need that like, one specific one and you're like all right look at the disney movies look read every title uh, and then once you find it oh and all the looks you get, not only are you buying VHS, but you're buying kids VHS. And people are like, what's wrong with you? You're like, nothing. I just need to have all eight of these. Okay, leave me alone. Right, right, exactly. But I also have, for kids movies, it has to be in a clam. So you today found Land Before Time in the clam. I've always found Land Before Time 1 in the slip. Like I have thousands of Land Before Time 1s in the slip, but I've never found it in a clam. And I never would have thought that would be hard to find, but... Really, in the last either. few weeks, I keep finding it in a slip, and I couldn't find it in a clam. I was looking for you, and I was like, "That's weird." I totally thought that would be easy to find, but I keep right. finding parts five, six, seven. What they're it, everywhere. I, you can always find the deep freeze one, whatever number that is. Yeah. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> deep freeze. I'm like, "Oh, sweet land before time." Deep freeze. Damn it. Oddly enough, oh, that's like the one I want to watch. <laughs> I looked at all the covers, and I was like, "That one looks kind of cool." I don't know. I don't know if I know. I'm not going to start at the beginning. But I feel like I should watch a couple to just be like, see where they went with it. They there might be secret gold in there. We don't see, know. We haven't. We haven't. We watched. don't know. <laughs> it could be really like woke. It could be super political. Who knows what those tapes are like? Who knows what Illuminati is in these tapes? Dude, the propaganda in Land Before Time six. It's so funny. We're getting off on Land, Before, but I remember when Land Before Time came out. I forget. I think it was P 
Pizza Hut that had the Land Before Time hand puppets? Do you oh, remember man. these? We didn't really have Pizza Hut, but I wish I wish but I had I, a hand puppet for Land Before Time. It was like a it was like a rubber and basically the only thing you could move was like the head and the arms, but it wasn't you couldn't really move it because it was like a a rubber, but it got hard over time. Oh man, they um, really tried. Yeah, they did. That, I remember having those like for little foot and Petri. Sarah. But anyway, yeah, on full sets. So I actually completed another set of tapes today that I needed. A small one, but another one. I found Friday after next. And oh. I had had Friday and next Friday. And Friday after next doesn't really... No one talks about that one. Managed to so, find that today. I completed another set via another listener, VHS Heat. He's sending me Home Alone 3 and 4. Nice. So I actually... Awful. I. You know, I don't hate part three. I will go on record. I saw it when I was a kid. So is it a good, I mean, does it hold up to Kevin McAllister? No, not at all. But no, but it's, it's funny. You'll, you'll actually chuckle like at, at some things and that's fun. You can't, you can't hate it for that. But part four. So I have two copies of part four. Um, I found one in the wild, but I had already actually purchased one to complete the set. And I was like, oh, go figure. I found one in the wild. But uh, part four is really, really bad. So it was made for TV, and it's it's Kevin McAllister again. But but it's, it's not, not Mac- but it's not Macaulay Culkin. But okay. it's, it's the character of Kevin McAllister, and it's not a reboot. It is a sequel. It is as Shame. if it is as if Kevin didn't age. He's the same age, if not younger. And his dad and mom got divorced. His dad is moving in with his rich girlfriend now. And Marv, played by uh, French Stewart, comes back to, to I don't know, haunt Kevin. And, and yeah. So let that what soak now? In. French Stewart plays Daniel Stern. Oh and a nameless child plays... A never aging Kevin McAllister. That's Home Alone Four, and there is a part five. Shut the fuck! There's a five. Five. It's just on DVD. It was from like 2012. Ugh. I will not watch five. I gotta cut it off somewhere. I'm not gonna watch five. <laughs> so, I watched yeah. half of four. That's all I needed to see. <laughs> and I very rarely shut off a movie, but I was like, all right, that's all. And we are out, dude. Th- I wasn't gonna watch him, but I just—he's always asking like what things I need, and I was like, oh, these are great. And then you know, because I gotta have the whole set. But now I kind of want to watch it, but like kind of don't. It's like, time's precious, man. I got a little kid, so I don't have like absorbent amount of time. Just so like, maybe he'll love it. You know, so my so when I was when I was uh, one year old or two years old, uh, I would watch Home Alone, the original one, and I would start to tear up towards the end because I knew I would have to wait to rewind it to watch it again. And I would sit there all day and watch Home Alone one. Technically, technically my favorite movie. I mean, it's on the list now, but I wouldn't put it at the top. But when I was a kid, I couldn't go a day without watching it. I'm obsessed with it. Uh so it's, who knows? Home Alone Four could be that for your kid. Got it. I don't. I, don't I, I won't let it be. I won't let Home Alone Four be that for him. Lock that but, up. 
I'm going to lock that. That tape will never be seen. <laughs> no, we definitely, Home Alone 1 and 2 are a, a like we talked about in the, my wife and I did on the Christmas special. Like, it has to be seen back to back. Like, you can't launch one one night and then two the next. Like, it's one and two the same night. Right. Because it's, they're just awesome. And so our son watched them with us this year, and he did some giggling during, like, the booby trap scene in number two when they fell. And all the cans went up in the air, remember? Yeah. For some reason, that the sounds of all that lacquer or whatever coming down made him laugh. So that just fills my heart with joy when he's laughing at awesome movies, especially when people are getting hurt because it's hilarious. <laughs> but, okay. So we're completionists. We have to have the whole set. Mm-hmm. You've been out hunting lately, haven't you? Well, yeah, you went out yeah. hunting today because you I found out. hunting out. today. I did a little bit yesterday, yeah. So I haven't done any hunting lately because i'm doing infrastructure builds at pizza planet i ran out of space i built more shelves which were immediately filled with all the backlog tapes that i had so i'm building more shelves and so i've decided i am i've I've seriously put a halt to to hunting until i have everything up because i'm tired of like stacking tapes everywhere that's the worst and i need to lock in i saw something on your instagram today that I need to lock in my list. I have to put an inventory together. I have to know all my tapes. Do it, what I have. Do it, what, do it while you can, because once you're, once you have too many. Because I'm flirting with right around 900 right now, yeah. and I'm getting to the point now that I'm, I'm like, I don't think I have this, and then I'll get home and be like, damn it! So then it immediately goes into the donation pile, or like, you know, you, you'd immediately text all your buddies like, do you need, you know? But so I haven't done any hunting. Um, because basically I don't have anywhere to put anything anymore. <laughs> it's running yeah. out of space. So once I do all that, I think I'm going to hop back into it. I did, however, go out the other day just to peruse one of the Goodwills. Mm. And I learned that as of January 1st this year, they are no longer selling any VHS tapes unless it's Disney. That is the worst. That Not only is it bad that they stop selling tapes, but that they're going to sift through and keep the ones that you know no one wants. <laughs> and they're only they're, doing they're which means clams, they're going like to no... get boxes and they're going their managers are going to say, Okay, take out the, the, the kid ones. We're gonna keep those. And then that chopping mall, yeah, throw that in the dumpster. We're getting rid of that. That makes me want to throw up. Because I, I even asked, cool. I was like, is there a way like you can just hold and I'll come grab? I'll even pay for them. And they were like, yeah. "We can't. We have to dispose of them." I was like, That's "I tried to give my, I tried to give my card to an employee. He couldn't take it." I did. I, I tried like, to do the same thing. He's yeah. like, I, I, "I'm not allowed. We're not allowed to contact people." I'm like, you're just gonna. I was like, "Can I go in the dumpster?" And he's like, "That's illegal." I mean, it's are you gonna? Are you? Do you care enough to stop me? Like, really? Like, it's just, I'm hunting for VHS tapes, so that that's making me a little nervous and antsy to get out to go hunting right now in case that's like a thing that all the goodwills in my area are doing right yeah and like out here i had a savers that i went to all the time and that recently closed down and i noticed over time the tape shelf was just getting smaller and smaller and i was like they're not putting any new ones out that's a problem and then they faked me out and they put a whole bunch out and i was like all right maybe they changed it up but no i assume they just got a box and didn't know what to do with it so yeah but like, they, they, they're closed now, so obviously I'm not getting them there. The Goodwill that I that no longer you know, puts tapes out was the Goodwill that probably had two, 300 tapes at a time. Like I would go in <sighs> 45 minutes for an hour and just search through, right? And it had amazing stuff. 
And it like I walked back there, and that whole rack was DVDs now. And I was just I was I was heartbroken. Because it's they, getting harder and harder to find. And they sell DVDs for like four dollars. Which is stupid. That is ridiculous. I'm like, guys, and their CDs are like three dollars. And I'm like, what happened to you? What where where are you? Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I was willing to give them a dollar for a VHS, mostly because their VHSs, they check them for mold. Like, not, mm-hmm. I haven't really found any moldy ones at a Goodwill. Other shops, like, we have a thing. Um, it's a, it's like a Salvation Army, but it, I forgot the actual. But each Salvation Army is like its individual store. Mm-hmm. And they don't check their tapes. They just put them on the shelves. There are 25 cents, but they're, 90% of the time, they're, there's, there's good and moldy. But so I had an issue with a Goodwill out here with two different ones, actually. And I, I feel like I made a difference in the world because I got them to change what they were doing. They started, you know how they'll tape DVDs shut? Yeah. So you don't pop it open. That's yeah. fine. They started mm-hmm. taping VHSs. Like slipcase VHSs, they would put mm-hmm. tape from the back to the front. And I would say, hey, why did you do that? You just ruined the box art. And now I can't check for mold or anything. And he goes... Oh, that's so no one steals it. Now, why would you steal a CD and leave the case? Because the CD is really small. Why would you leave the slip cover of a VHS tape, but still pocket the VHS tape? And who the hell's going to steal VHS nowadays? Who's going to? No one. And and who's going to steal a VHS, but not the cover? They're the same size. It's not any easier. <laughs> so I was like, you're adding work. For your employees, <laughs> and you're only charging fifty cents. So right. your like, turnaround is not working on this copy of Heat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and if someone's gonna steal a VHS and you're out twenty five cents, like it's that's yeah, not good it, on them. And you know what? They didn't they they didn't buy any of the tapes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they move were free. On with your life. All right. So we've talked about. So you and I were talking last night about how we organize our tapes. Yeah. That's a fun one. So you and I... I was actually having a dilemma today with organizing because I started reorganizing some stuff because I get bored and I start just taking stuff off a shelf and putting it on a different shelf. Um, which I do this same thing. It's just... It's, it's like relaxing. It's therapeutic. I don't know. I like to curate my collection. Collection. Therapy. <laughs> Mm. Um, so yeah i started i was i i started getting those you know those plastic shells that you can put the whole slip case in and you have to like squeeze to open Mm -hmm. i wasn't really into those but for some reason i really like the aesthetic now so i started putting just solid tapes in there like you know uh weird ones like um a copy of nowhere it's a weird indie movie just weird movies that you're not going to find a lot so i have a separate shelf for them okay Uh, and i was like okay yeah this is cool these are these are the neat ones. And then I, I have a lot of the other clear plastic sleeves, the thin ones. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll put some of my sealed movies in there because that'll be cool. I'll have a shelf of sealed tapes. And uh, but I also have sealed screeners and I'm, I'm big on screeners. I know you are, too. And mm-hmm. uh, so I started putting sealed screeners together and then just screeners. But then I was like, well, wait, that's the sealed. And then my whole brain collapsed and I didn't know what to do. With <laughs> I was doing so many different ways of organizing at the same time that none of it worked so i kind of just put everything back (laughs) so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know on a secret here at pizza planet if i buy a sealed tape i open it 
I do that. But I also have ones that I won't open. Mm, so what, what qualifies as one that you won't open? If it's a demo and it's sealed, I have no reason to open it. I will find a regular copy. Um, okay. So that, I did so, pass. Uh, uh, like a weird trauma movie. Mm. I got Killer Condom. <laughs> I just I just don't want to open it because I'm like, this is such a cool little. Like if I ever meet Lloyd Kaufman, I'm gonna have him sign it. Like it's it's just a cool little collector's item. Right. I could open it theoretically. It doesn't matter. I got a cool copy of Murder Cycle that was sealed, but I opened that because it's called Murder Cycle, and I wanted to watch that. <laughs> and he, can't, he can't find that on Netflix, so I was like, all right. It's called uh, Murder Cycle. I had to watch it. So there's there's four demo tapes that I have that I'm really proud of because they're all they're all sealed. They're all demos. Uh, Principal takes a holiday. The Disney Channel movie, um, Johnny Tsunami. Yes. Yeah, I found a sealed demo at a Goodwill, and I, I audibly gasped as if anyone else cared. <laughs> I like lunged <laughs> for it. Everyone's looking at me like, "What?" Um, and then I have Tremors three and four. Finally found Tremors four, and it's a screener, and it's sealed. So pretty stoked about that, dude. Th- that's awesome. So I don't those know what I would do. I don't open because I'm like, well, I don't need to. I do still need an open copy of Tremors Four, but so be it. I think I just still need to find a Johnny Tsunami. That is, that's a that was a great Disney Channel original there. And so that's, that's one that I'm upset that it's sealed because I I have no other way to watch it. But it's like a sealed demo tape of Johnny Tsunami. I I can't I can't open that. That's weird. I, like I I'm get ever gonna not sell. opening screeners, but like I just like like the you know because you can buy them like they're partially open, right? The people just open the bottom so they can slide the tape out. Rip that off. Yeah, if I always sealed, rip that. If it's a sealed movie, I rip it open. Um, you know, you use the plastic shells, plastic shells on like the ones that I deem like. I have a shelf that's got like them displayed like, like um face out so you can see the, the cover art and those are actually in so i've got a couple tapes that people have made for me like of current movies those are in those boxes i've got prom night which was a, a grail for me i've got right, it right. in one of those boxes like and they they are prominently displayed so they're they're not like so i have to remember if i want to watch prom night that it's on there not in oh, yeah. horror right so that's where it gets. But other than that, I don't separate by too many things. The only other ones that I keep out of, like, say, because I, I sort of everything like a movie store in genre. Right. right? So I have um, CBS Fox and RCA boxes because they're obviously all similar. So mm-hmm. those are on their own shelves. Okay. Okay. They're, they're alphabetized in that. Right. But like it's a CBS Fox. Right. Generally, I buy a CBS Fox of it, but I also buy the the same movie in a regular box. I understand put, that. Yeah. And put that into its correct location. Okay. I hear you. Now, I'll, when you, when you catalog them, how are you going to, are you going to differentiate in your inventory? Correct. So you know that you have a CBS box and you, okay, good. cool. So I have, I will have a CBS Fox category an RCA category, right? But yeah, it, like so that. So you do the same thing as I do, right? You, you're by genre, inside the genre, you're alphabetized inside that, right? Yes, and then chronological. So, yeah, so as long as, as long as the movies are in order, 
that doesn't matter. Like Bride of Chucky is after Child's Play three, right? Which is a bit of a toss up because it is definitely a hard B. That is definitely a B title. But that is we talk that it's in the Chucky series and it has to be like I can't. I'm the same way. I can't. You know, like oh, so here's an interesting one. So. I'm the same way. So like if it's a, you know, land before time, I go by, I just put it in the number. So it has to be in order and it's under, so I'm looking for land before time. I go to the, you know, the L's and, you know, I don't go, Oh, that's deep freeze. That's a D and the, (laughs) no, that's dumb. That That would be terrible. I get weird. So like Polly Shore movies, right? They're all comedies. So they're in Mm -hmm. comedy, right? But I lump all Polly Shore movies together. Okay. So I'm like, I want to watch a Polly Shore movie because he only has like, what, four? So he's got Encino Man, In the Army Now, Son-in-Law, and Biodome, right? Those are the general ones that everyone has. Crazy. We didn't get enough, you know? We didn't get enough of him. <laughs> I, I love him. He, we didn't wheeze the juice. I didn't, you know, fruit group. That's amazing. <laughs> so, but though, in, inside those four movies, they're alphabetized, right? Right. But they're together. But they're st- okay. Okay. So they're in the P's. This is where it gets weird. They're in the P sec. So in comedy in under P's, P's for but... Polly Shore. No, okay, so I do that with. Movie. I do that with um, SNL tapes. I have a lot of SNL tapes, but they're all different. Some are the best of SNL or so and so's greatest hits, but all of those are just in the SNL section. Right. They're not there's no other I'm I'm not gonna look around to find Mike Myers. I'm gonna look for SNL. Uh but yeah, okay. I don't so like it, we, but I understand it. I don't like it, but I understand it. Yeah, because I could the, do that with I feel like I would have to have more to do that. Like if it was just four, I'd be like, nah, Polly doesn't deserve that section. But like Adam Sandler, he's got like like twelve and like that's like a section. But that's almost a whole shelf. So I fought with this whole plan because I was like, well, I wanted to find all Macaulay Culkin movies, which I, I've found almost all of them. You I wanted find to find Monsters. all. I haven't found Party Monsters. That's, that's a tough one. I want that's that one. So... A, it's a hard one to find, but it is a great movie. So good. I, I wish they had saved on VHS, but it's only on DVD. No, saved is on VHS. Shut the front door. I got it. Okay. Well, I'll keep it. an eye out for you. No, I've, I've, got... more, I've seen it out more than once, so I'll keep an eye out for you next yeah, time I, next I time have see to it have this. saved on VHS. That I went to Catholic school growing up. That movie is like quintessential. Like I was like Polly Shore's character in that, except I was not in a wheelchair. I was just like questioning everything. Right. Like I love it when he's like, "Are you sure he's white? Isn't he supposed Macaulay to be black?" Well, actually, that's not Macaulay Culkin. Wait. Oh yeah, he's in the wheelchair. Is that Macaulay Culkin? I thought that was his brother. No, it's definitely Macaulay Culkin. Oh. Mm, this might be a tip for IMDb. Hold on. Get yeah. up later. Uh, that's in the show notes. Show notes. Show notes. So I was like, and I wanted to find all John Candy, all of like John Cusack movies. But then I was like, I just want to lump them all together. But I was like, I can't. Like, on the reason I did Polly Shore is because it was four of them. Right. right? Yeah, because so, then it gets convoluted and you got... Then your whole system's out of whack because every movie has an actor. Then you're yeah. like, oh, Williams, oh, Will Smith movies, and exactly. then it's just cataloged like like it's a bookstore by author. So I'm obsessed with Jamie Lee Curtis. I was like, I'm finding Jamie Lee Curtis movies, and I was like, I'll lump them all together. I'm like, no, I cannot do that because then I have a bunch of horror with like 
you know, thrillers and comedies and fish named Wanda. Like it doesn't, it doesn't match. But like Polly Shore did because it's four comedies, four movies. Boom. This right? is the beauty of collecting media. Is there's so many ways to do this. I know. Oh, so, but then so I, I today I made a bold move. I moved the scary movie trilogy to the horror section. But it's not a horror. But it's well, okay. So the term <laughs> horror is pretty broad as far as 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 that. It's a horror comedy because okay. people die in it. It's a movie where people die and they get killed by a slasher. It's just a funny movie. Now, okay. so is so is a movie like like Seed of Chucky, or or even like you would put Monster Squad with horror, right? Because it's a monster movie. Technically, it's, not, it's a monster it's not movie. A horror movie, but it's. I would, it's I would probably put Monster movie. Squad in action adventure next to you know, like wherever Goonies is. Monster Squad would be for me. Oh, okay, I like that. That's a good case because in yes. essence, it's the same movie. This one has Frankenstein in it. All right, I'm into that. What about Club Dread? That's what I found today, and I I looked at it for so long, and I was like, hmm, it's definitely a slasher movie. It is. It, it is. is. Just because it was made by the Super Troopers guys doesn't mean it's not a slasher movie. Like, Hot Fuzz is an action movie, regardless of it being a comedy. But it's That's more... That's the thing. Is so... Action movies will always take the action wall, even if it's a comedy. Like, so where this... do you put Rush Hour? Do you put Rush Hour in comedy? Yeah, for sure. But it's an action movie. It's That's just a funny action. action. Like, Die Hard's a funny action movie. No Christmas, in... But you're not going to put it with a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have a Christmas movie section. Do you have a Christmas movie section? I have a, I have a lot. I have a very large Christmas movie section. See, this is what <laughs> about this is. There's so many different, like, I know some people do their collection via, like, um, labels. So, like, MCA. They'll do the old MCA, and they'll show the, the progression of the MCA logo. Or they'll do, like I do, CBS Fox, RCAs. All those mm. are together. The downside of that for me is like I have to remember which version I have, right? right. So if like say I have Die Hard and three different things, I'm like, well, which, you know, or, or, you know, it's like which? How do I find it? So the so I wouldn't put so like the way I the way I because every movie has like three things like comedy, action, adventure, or like right. definitely like the sci-fi genre. It's like horror sci-fi or I know every sci-fi, sci-fi is. Is one or the other, Something unless else. it's just Star Trek. That's the only just sci-fi. Yeah, that's just the only one sci-fi. That's the only scientific so, fiction. So what I did was I go on IMDb, and whatever the first word to describe the movie is is what it gets lumped in. Okay, I unless, I I do that too, but I do have to take liberties sometimes where I'm right. like IMDb, you are that is not a drama. <laughs> IMDb, you are dumb. Everything dumb. they don't know what to call, they call a drama. This is true. I don't know. It's an indie movie. It has light laughter, but we'll call it a drama. So do you separate your comedy into rom-coms and comedy, or is it all comedy? It is all comedy. It is a, across the board. It's my largest section, actually, which is uncommon because a lot of people, especially out here, are big horror, um, and they just leave a lot of that weird crap. But I like to take it and watch it, especially um, like two, 99, 2000, Cusp those comedies they're really bad but i love them i just love them like, so my comedy section is nearly 500 tapes um alone oh, and that is completely just alphabetized straight up all comedy alphabetized i know where everything is 
Yeah. Gotcha. So I go action adventure, right? That's kind of, I started to separate them, but then I was like, actually, it's all the same, really. It's, the, right. you know, it's the same concept. So it's all that. Then in the, it goes into um, comedy. Out of comedy goes into rom-com, which leads into drama. Because there's some that... drama for me is such a mess. I don't know what to do with those because I'm not gonna really watch them. For the most part, I don't feel like being in that mood. So, but I know that like people one day might want to watch a lot of these. Uh, I'm like okay. old people I like to cry like, every weird, once in a while. Weird old like 40s movies. I'm like I I have no, I don't even know who these people are. But one day I'm gonna meet an 80 year old man and he's gonna like tear up to finally see this tape and get to watch something that he hasn't seen in a while. Uh, so that's why I do it. But but as far as like. Uh, Romantic comedies? No, those are all lumped in, which does make for some weird things. Like, like where do you put Sleepless in Seattle? Like, that's a rom com, but it's a drama. But it's see, yeah, it's, it's also a boring ass movie. So I don't really want <laughs> to take up a spot. But I mean, for me, a John Cusack say anything? Ah, he holds the boombox up. So Tears. that's in your rom coms. That'd be in rom com. Yeah, so that's just in comedy to me. Um, but yeah. It's like scary, scary movie for me would be in comedy. It wouldn't be in horror. And it was for a while, but I kept looking over and seeing those just those three bold black cases that stood out on my wall of comedies that were just so scary movie font. It said scary movie. It was just so perfect for the horror wall to go right with the scream movies. I was like, yeah, that's where you guys belong. Right next right, to the screams. Because it's poking fun at scream. I mean, that's what it's doing. Yeah, that was great. It's, it's... So I do sci-fi into horror. Like how do yeah. you? Uh, like, well, they're on different sides of the place, but um, all my horror lines on one wall, and then sci-fi is actually sandwiched. Or I guess it's sort of a peninsula, um, and all around it is action, and action is broad, including adventure, and all that. But that's just the action adventure is the only stuff not alphabetized at all, and it's because all the shelves are different shapes, and getting a new tape and putting it on that wall in the right place would be such a hassle to move every everything around just for like a few at a time mm -hmm. so that is unfortunately that's just a jumbled mess along with kung fu that's all mixed in there westerns just a big wall of movies i don't know anything about <laughs> so i've separated like i also have like a section for kaiju so like godzilla's and yeah. you know stuff like that like japanese robot movies but like other than that, I don't separate like into sub sub genres too much. Like I don't do a section for Western or like, you yeah. know, kind of that kind of stuff. But I do all... have a fan I, I have a fantasy section now, which I never thought I'd have because I don't like fantasy movies. Aside from like Labyrinth, like a couple. Pretty much if it has knights and like dragons, I don't want to watch it at all. Like I'm so, so not into that. I wish I was, because it's everywhere. But all those old movies, aside from like Never Ending Story, I love those. But all, like Highlander, all those kind of whimsical. I, love I don't that watch stuff. those. But I have a bunch. The Golden Child, I recently found out that's a hard tape to find. It's an Eddie Murphy fantasy comedy movie drama. I don't know. I have oh. it. But I, I didn't know it was worth anything. Uh, but that's just a section that kind of sits stagnant on the side of the room. It keeps growing. I keep buying them. I put sci-fi and fantasy together that's so not like, a bad idea i put tags so like my my stuff is like tagged underneath like that section and it says yeah sci-fi fantasy because i don't have enough of each to like warrant it being its own and i, I got like lazy and i didn't want to make more tags 
I never thought about it till now, but fantasy is just old sci-fi. Basically. That's just sci-fi from the Middle Ages. That's the best I could come up with. They're like <laughs> dragons. dragons we, 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 robots. Can't, we can't conceptualize robots yet. So, <laughs> Whoa, you just blew my mind with that. So does Aliens, the trilogy, or the Aliens whole, because there's more than one now, or the, it's not right. just a trilogy anymore. It's like quadrilogy on tape. It's uh, so many. There's six proper, yeah. That goes in sci-fi, right? Or well, see, aliens is a special subject for me because I have a nook in my house dedicated to alien. So all the tapes are over there. All okay. of my anything with a xenomorph, all the toys, laser discs. I have aside from Alien Three and Resurrection on laser disc. I have every alien movie on every platform that they were released. So I have the betas, I have the CED of the first one, I have the laser discs, I have the Blu-rays, the DVDs, uh, four different VHS box sets. I buy all of it. That's amazing. So that's my alien section. But if you were to put it in a general and in, back into like safe circulation, where would it go? That would sci-fi. Be, that would be sci-fi, yeah. Because only the first one's a horror movie. So here's a question. So you. You have aliens, right? Then where do you put Prometheus? Does that go just in with the aliens because it is in the aliens universe? Or does it go in the P's versus the A's? Well, Prometheus isn't on tape. True. But I, was just, I, I, was... on, I, I put it on tape. But that goes with uh, that goes with the whole alien set along with be, Covenant. So that's what I would do. Yeah. It's got to. It's all it's gotta part be. of it. If it's in the same universe... Because so then technically Blade Runner would be in your aliens because it's technically in theory Ridley Scott it's all in the same universe. Mm. So that means Predator and Blade Runner coexist. Potentially, yes. Neat. I like that. <laughs> I like all, that. Because I know aliens. Well, now like, I need to watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I haven't watched it yet, so now that's on the list. Blade Runner is definitely one of my top. Blade Runner twenty forty nine wasn't awful. And it didn't ruin the original. Well, with that kind of review. But it's not like, yes, I have to, I can watch this over and over again. I am a sucker for like gadgets and toys and like um, mm. props. So, like movies like Blade Runner, um, like his gun is amazing, right? Yeah. Um, the professional Leon's case. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, those kind of things like Johnny Mnemonic when in the beginning when he has his case and he does all the recording. Like I love movies that have gadgets, and so Blade Runner just meets that criteria. There's so many fucking gadgets in that movie. I will say, as I mean, I'm here or there on a lot of the Alien movies. Like I know I don't like Alien Three that much, um, and Alien Four I actually like more. It's just so stupid, but it's so funny. It's, <laughs> it's, and it was intentional. Like the director didn't even want to make it. So. When I look at Alien, I'm always I'm always taking it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as I love Prometheus, um, I love Covenant. No one else does. But I love no Covenant. No one else does. I, uh, I like both. But the, my only gripe is that their technology is so out of continuity that it's mind-boggling. I'm like, wait a minute. Why didn't you just make stuff look old? If you're a prequel <laughs> to a movie that was made in the 70s, you have to make things look as if it's old technology in relation to your fancy new technology from the 70s. You can't have touchscreens and these fancy helmets and all these lights and these lasers and then 
And then Ellen Ripley has the mother system with MS DOS. You can that always have lasers. Thing. They should have lasers had MS DOS are... in Alien <laughs> Covenant. They should have been running like like Linux trying to figure out how to find how to find the planet. <laughs> Just on old CRTs. Oh my god, now I've got to go watch all the aliens again. And not I, I plan to have a whole section of my one day future house when I become one of those people. I would love to have a whole hallway that is that looks like the Nostromo. Like I want it to be padded. I want to have like wires. And funny thing is, is my girlfriend wants that as well and told me before I said it. So that's a good one right there. Put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I know. Right? I mean, so, that's just awesome. Yeah. Alien is my, is my jam, but that is definitely sci-fi. That was this, a bit of a tangent, wasn't it? There, but we got there. We it's like it was like a jam band. Like we started out with a song, and then it was just like off into no man's land. Then we just we finished the it. Drummer, out. The drummer looked over. He was like, "Yeah, I know, I know what's up." And that part right there is where everyone's face just melted. They were yeah, like, we just, "Amazing!" The cymbals are sizzling in the back. But that's the best part about doing this is some people do it one way and some people do it the other, and it's always fun to see how people organized like you know you 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 watch all these you see all these feeds on instagram where people i have i like to stack my tapes you know like books right next to each other supposed to they all have to sit flat they have to be all like together right i don't put any above i don't like i put i put them above if if i'm not ready to move everything to fit it in like if the tape's full um i'll let it get to like five or six and then i'm like all right time to move them over but but yeah when i see people stack them not only on top of each other, but with just the the smallest part facing out, just like the top. Yeah, and they're all it's... stacked vertically with the top sticking out. I had that for a little while because, unfortunately, I didn't have shelves. And then one day I went and bought eight dollars worth of wood, and I changed my life. <laughs> so I recommend that to all of you. I created a movie rental business. Like, yeah, I just had to like display it. Yeah, yeah. can't stack them vertically because then when you want one. You just you don't even want to watch the movie because you have to pull it out from underneath 500 pounds of other tapes, and then once those start coming down, they get caught up on the other aisles, and it's a it's a it disaster. Palp- it gives me palpitations, like I'm having a little bit of a panic attack right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm I, like, it's like when you see people with DVDs in one of those big CD booklets. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell happened to you? What was? <laughs> <laughs> Who wronged you in your life to do this? <laughs> Made you this way? So I used to do that. But I kept all the boxes, but I lived in my car. Well, yeah, there's special situations. There's special situations. When you don't have the room, yeah, I get that. I've known people with ample room, and they throw those cases away, and they just put the DVD right in there and just scratch it. I can hear it as they put it in. Brand new. (laughs) No, that that hurts my soul. (laughs) Uh, But so so you, you also collect, if it's a movie, you buy it. Like, it doesn't have to just be on VHS, right? Right. Um... I don't find cheap other stuff too often because a lot of thrift stores overcharge for DVDs and Blu-rays, but pawn shops are really cheap on Blu-rays because at some point several years ago they bought too many, and now they're all like a dollar. DVDs are 50 cents at a lot of pawn shops out here, and Blu-rays are a dollar, and a lot of them are sealed because people, I don't know, people like new stuff, so they buy a lot of new Blu-rays and they don't watch them, and then they pawn them. That's what I've noticed. Like I got the Batman Lego movie. Uh, on Blu-ray, totally sealed, brand new for a dollar. 
See, that's awesome because then it comes with like the digital download code. Yeah, and I know it's not scratched because whatever you'll say about a Blu-ray, it can scratch. Mm-hmm. My copy that's of Prometheus, I... I was so mad because I actually I bought it used, but I paid for a copy of Prometheus and there's a skip in it. And it ruins like the whole movie because it's a pretty dramatic part. That's how it always is. I know. And I'm like, what? And it just just freezes. And you can't. it doesn't even skip. It freezes. And you have to hit scene selection. See, that's I, I, I can't. If I'm going to buy a DVD or um, a Blu-ray, I only buy them. Do you, I don't know. Half price books. Do you guys yeah. have that out there? Yeah, that's, yeah. O- that's the only place I buy used Blu-ray or DVD. I don't do it at uh, thrift stores because it's just it's pointless. They, those things look like they've been used as coasters, mm-hmm. and I'm, and they're still like they're four dollars. I can get like a basically a brand new disc at half price books for like two bucks, right? And I, I trust it. And my uh, half price books just started selling VHS, which is awesome. Oh, nice! They're usually pretty good. It depends on. So I know uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Moving Picture House on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he listens, but what's up? Uh, I finally met him. He because he lives really close to me. Oh, he nice. just is an adult, and I mean, adults don't hang out with each other anymore. We're we have stuff to do. We're busy, so I don't really see him. But he works at a half price books way down the road, and I finally went and checked it out because I sold him a copy of the room, and uh, he priced them all at two bucks because he knew he was a tape collector. So he was just any tape that came in. Unless his boss specifically said, like, yo, that, that's expensive. But he would just be like, yeah, across the board, they're $2 tapes. That's fine. That's yeah. the way to do it. But then there's another uh, half-price books that I know where they're all, like, $4 starting price and up. And I'm talking, like, like fairly common, hard-to-find ones, but, like, uh, like, Final Destination. Like, it's a horror movie, but you see it. It's here yeah, and there. It's not it's here impossible there. to find, but not for four dollars. It's not, not worth four dollars. No one's no one's not paying that. Do that. Not Dude. even on eBay after shipping, no one's paying four dollars. And I'm like, <laughs> no. you guys, and you're going to charge me tax on that. So those uh, half price books I don't go to because they just tease me because they get good tapes and they charge like I found a step stepfather two, but they had eight dollars on it. And I was like, well, I could buy this anywhere for eight dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm the... out hunting to find it for cheap. I found on one of the episodes we talked about greatest regrets of like you put back when I first started, oh, yeah. I found all the stepfathers at my Goodwill. I found them. They were all, and I picked them up. I wasn't super familiar with them, but I had picked up at like 20 other tapes and I was like, all right, this is out of fucking control. I got to put some stuff back. So I put them back. I've never seen them again. I'm super disappointed. I put all those back. Yeah. I've only ever watched the first one. I don't own any of the stepfather movies, but I want them because mm-hmm. I love I, I mean, this one technically doesn't fall on this, but one thing I, I always collect as far as horror, um, I like occupational horror. So the blank, the carpenter, the dentist, the surgeon, the embalmer. I like when it's a job and that guy's the bad guy. That's so awesome. like Those are some of my favorite horror movies. The Ice Cream Man with Clint Howard was one of my grails, and I, I found it at a tape swap, and I was so excited. And that is such a good movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I have Clint, not seen it. Clint Howard is just a disturbed man who drives an ice cream truck and uh, kills people. So, like, I didn't get in. I wasn't really a horror guy, like, um, until I started collecting tapes. But I don't collect. Like, I love the faculty. 
Yeah. That's kind of like a sci-fi thriller. That's not really a horror. Right. But like that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I I consider creature movies to be fairly horror. Yeah. Oh, one question. Where do you put gremlins? Dun, dun, dun. That's a tough one. It's it's not in horror. It's in action adventure. Okay. I like that. Because because I just didn't I was like ah ghoulies critters they're all in horror I yeah. well put gremlins in there I want gremlins too ghoulies I want killer clowns from outer space oh my god that's, so I bad that. I like I really like clown movies too big into those any sort of any sort of job or like one guy being the bad guy those are my horror movies slashers mm-hmm. I'm not into witches I'm not into demons that much. Yeah. Uh, if if you give me a uh, a possession movie, I'm like oh, I'm gonna get so bored. <laughs> like yeah. I just can't. The heavy dialogue in a horror movie, I'm like, no, I want someone stupid. I want to see him fall, and I want to see someone right behind them. Yeah, like I'm a big so like my horror. I I would stand like 80s and 90s. I'm mm. not much into the torture porn of today, like Saw and all that. It's not really my thing. It's too real, and I'm like ah. I don't want to see someone's Achilles tendon cut. I just want like a creature gnawing on a neck. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So like Puppet Master, but like, I know I just have one of them. I think it's six. I have three and five that I found at one shop. And I was like, weird. What are the odds that they have three (laughs) and five here? Who had these? Who donated these? (laughs) Did they only have three and five? Obviously, they're not completionists. They're quitters. Right. But, But weird. That's the great part about doing this is we can all see how everybody does it and we can all, you know, we all have different things that we really enjoy to find. Like, like I love finding the, the classic 80s is my, you know, I'm a product of the 80s. I was born in the 80s. So like I really enjoy 80s like rom-coms and like comedies and like like the sex comedies of the 80s like Meatballs. Like that shit's just hilarious. Like right. Porky's, And I'm a 90s guy. So for me, it's all about the 90s comedies and the 90s kids movies and all those like like early Judd Apatow, like heavyweights. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a great it's because it's a great is, movie. That is a perfect 90s film. Um, stuff like that. Uh, and also the early 2000s. Things like like Joe Dirt, that that era <laughs> of comedy, the something about Mary, the uh, just a really like slapstick the very end of the 90s like they it was the most 90s movies could get now you can't make any of those movies now like the years 2001 to 2003 you physically cannot make those movies anymore be it over quality or offensiveness they are like some of the harshest comedies out there they're so funny like the jim carrey era of comedies like i feel yeah. like he the late jim carrey too yeah like the the ace ventura 2 Jim Carrey, uh, where he's movie. coming out of the rhino, where it's just like so absurd, <laughs> so like it ushered in the the Tim and Eric's, it it brought us the this so absurd and slapstick, and it doesn't even matter anymore what we're laughing at. It brought in the the Will Ferrells and the Anchormans and the all that after. Oh yeah, comedy nowadays has got to be. I mean, I kind of feel like Kevin Hart's doing a little bit of that kind of comedy. Like he that comedy is like, um. You know, he did it with like The Rock, and it's yeah. kind of like that. Like, it's sort of funny, it's slapstick funny, but it's not like a, a raunchy comedy. 
Right. Like, I don't, I, I feel like, I don't know if you've noticed the absence, but the whole Seth Rogen gang, mm-hmm. like, when they did This is the End, I don't know if that was on purpose, but it really was, like, the end of those movies. Mm-hmm. And socially, those movies are pretty much done. No one's making, I mean, Superbad's plot is date rape, which is awful, but Superbad is a funny movie, and everyone likes Superbad, but that's the plot. It's like, okay, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, and Jonah Hill lost a bunch of weight, got yeah. super serious, and now he's a director. The 90s, a good one. that movie yeah. he just did. I haven't seen it, but I want to. I want to, because it getting, was He's amazing. getting praised like crazy for it, so I'm like, I, eighth grade was my movie of last year. Did you see it? I did not. Eighth grade is wonderful. And I, I thought I would be too far removed. Obviously, I'm far from eighth grade. You are further from eighth grade than me. <laughs> yeah. But it's such a pure look at what they're dealing with now. Because imagine all this technology, but you're a stupid kid. Like you're 13 years old, 12 years old. All Dude, of a sudden, you have to impress your friends on the internet. Fuck that. I had a hard time impressing oh. people in the real world. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot. This We've got a lot planned for year in behind the counter podcast uh we've got a lot of great shows lined up got us some ideas of stuff we want to do maybe some stickers t-shirts maybe a, a, a magazine or two we don't know we're making it up as we go but right. um look looking forward to hopefully get on a good schedule of releasing every week and just keeping you guys entertained guys always give us suggestions hit us up on instagram uh, at behind the counter podcast or we have an email you can hit us up i'll put that in the show notes below and give us suggestions on what you want to hear us talk about. If there's a movie you guys want us to watch, we will watch it. Um, the whole idea is we want to either suggest new movies that are coming out, talk about VHS, review old movies that we've seen that people may not have heard of, or, or just watch you know movies that are kind of popular and just break them apart. But we're going to kind of, you know, the first season, which was the first 15 episodes of this, this is the second season now. The first season was kind of like us figuring out what we were. Um, and so now we're evolving into this kind of concept, which is basically just we're the guys behind the counter. We're the ones that you go to for information about movies, what's out there, what's good to see, what's bad to see. Um, and we give you reviews and then maybe sell a button or a sticker, you know, just to keep the, the lights on, really. That's right. But Yeah, we're definitely definitely going to be having some uh, some merch. So stay for tuned sure. for that. Some new new stuff. But we are going to, you know, like I said, movies, are, uh, the podcast is going to stay released on Friday. Hopefully (laughs) it depends on my editing, but I'm going to, we're going to shoot for Friday, but shoot for Friday. Yeah. Shoot for Friday. And if it doesn't make Friday, Saturday morning. So as always guys, we are the guys behind the counter. So if you ever have any questions, like I said, hit us up. We will be happy to answer them and uh, enjoy the tapes. Done. 56 minutes, by the way. Oh,